0: Dungeoneers, welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast made up entirely of normal people. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends, co-hosts, and fellow normal people. We have Daniel here, the pinnacle of normalcy. Hi, Josh. How are you? Lovely weather we're having, ain't it? I'm doing pretty good. Why do you sound like that?
1: No, I'm just very normal. I was walking my regular dog, Biscuit, uh, after I had done my taxes today. Hopefully, the returns good, and the misses and I can go to the lake after we watch football. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just a hint, Daniel. You might want to work on that that normalcy just a little bit. It's not, it's not quite selling it.
1: I don't know what you mean. I don't sell anything unless I am at work, in which case I sell phone books. Business is not good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Janelle's here too. And when compared with Daniel, I'd vote her the most normal out of all of us.
2: Yeah. I just do normal things uh, on my very normal days. I don't know. That's that's all I've got.
0: Man, you you sound so normal. It's it's awesome. It's it's great that you're not weird or anything or nerdy. Nope, Just
2: none of normal. that. And my name also is spelled th- the normal way. And
0: yes, definitely not the weird way.
2: No, not at all. And I'm not going to make friends with the first person who also spells her name the same way as me. But we're not going to talk about that <laughs> <laughs>
0: perfectly normal,
2: normal, very normal.
1: Yeah, I'm very normal.
0: Nate's here too, and he's as normal as a worm in the dirt.
3: Eating poop, eating poop, eating poop. That's all I do all day is eat the dirt, poop the dirt. <laughs> the dirt. Normal worm, normal worm. You know, Josh, worm. when
0: you're right, you're right. <laughs> I-, I guess he is as normal as a worm. <laughs> poop, poop, poop. He's using that as a comparison, not as a. no no it's perfect please don't touch it (laughs) okay well just like a worm i won't touch this at all well moving on then uh joel's here and honestly i'm not really sure exactly where he lands on this normalcy spectrum
4: do you want me to tell you josh do you want me to tell you where on the normalcy spectrum i land yeah sure yeah Well, I can't because uh, I'm actually so normal that my normalcy value has overflowed and I am now the most abnormal thing possible. So, there you go. Oh, wow. That's how normal I am.
0: That's really freaking normal. It is very normal. Man. Yeah, that's pretty normal. Yeah, it's normal.
1: Dude.
0: I I don't know where to go with that. I mean... How about a
1: normal joke? What do you call an icicle that keeps giving you quizzes? A testicle.
2: No. <laughs> Go sit with Biscuit and watch your football game. Leave us alone.
1: No, that's just a little afternoon humor. <laughs> the testicle, poop the testicle. Eat the testicle, poop the testicle. No, Nate, no, <laughs> no, Nate, no, no, Nate, no no, no. Stop, Nate, no, gross, stop. It's gross, gross.
0: Oh, body horror, help. <laughs> well, moving on from, from, from Nate's comment, uh, finally... We have AJ, who no one has called anything other than normal. Just a normal boy.
1: (laughs) Yep, Biscuit got into the trash again.
2: (laughs) Oh, God.
0: AJ? Uh, I think AJ died. No, I think he's saying hello. What's more normal than reaching chemical equilibrium?
1: I don't think anything is.
0: Godspeed, AJ. Eating. Nah, Nate's Nate's already eating him.
2: Oh, no.
1: A couple of guys in an afternoon with a few microwaved hot dogs and a uh, Bud Light, watching
4: football.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, if only AJ was here to contribute to the normalcy.
4: Oh, that's all right. We don't need him to be normal anyway.
0: Real talk, you're 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 okay, AJ, right?
5: Making squid noises, dude.
4: Squid don't really make noises.
2: It was terrifying. I so. mean I,
5: I heard them at the beginning, but if No, I just made them the once, guys. What? And then you say I died, so I just take them with that. I get to eat.
0: Uh, well anyway, uh besides AJ, since he's died a very normal death, how's everyone doing this week? Pretty normal? I have a big meal to eat.
1: How many hands does an octopus have? One with a sense of humor, mind you. No. Tentacles. You no, know,
2: you you did that joke all wrong and that makes me very sad.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's how I do it. What what does the buffalo say to his son when he leaves for school?
0: Bye, son.
1: Bye, son. <laughs> that's a little That's a little Sunday afternoon.
0: Oh my God. You guys have taught me a very <laughs> valuable lesson. I hate normalcy. So I'm going back to being weird. AJ, you're back alive. Oh, hey, guys. And okay. I think I'm ready to play some Dungeons and & Dragons and get back into the, the nerdy shit that we really, really like.
1: Okay, well, here, let me rip the tag off. Oh! <laughs>
0: Butter me up, Josh, because I'm churning for adventure. There we go. (laughs) We're leaving normalcy behind, and we're going back into being just a little freaky. That's right. All right. Well, (laughs) I guess now that we're back to our own level of normalcy, I will give us a quick recap, and then we will jump back into the action. So last week, our heroes encountered another one of the floating brain monstrosities, which almost completely wrecked a lone Aegon. However, after the rest of the party intervened and stopped the creature from releasing the monster in the corpse room, they were all able to flee back to their magical mushroom portal, leaving the ruins behind and returning home, with the intention of getting more information from Helita, the student from the Voltron Academy who said that she had the answers you wanted so we will move back to our heroes it's later the same night you guys are back home around your dinner table maybe eating a small meal maybe some bread some cheese just to get your energy back there's a fire burning in the hearth and Laszlo and Fergus are sitting at the table with concerned looks on their faces after hearing your story. It's almost weird for you to be away from the place you were before where there was no life. It was just all silent. Now you can hear the bugs singing in the night, the occasional song of a bird, a bat hits the window with a loud thump and spooks you. (laughs) Okay. And Laszlo is just finishing listening to your story and he kind of shakes his head a little bit and he kind of like looks upstairs for a moment where your new companion, the Helita, is resting in one of the beds and he kind of leans in and he says, so you think we can trust her? I mean, from what you said, I don't even... I barely trust you guys now. And he looks at Gunnar, Aegon, and Theo. I mean... This is, this is weird. I don't I don't like that we've gotten wrapped up in all of this. What are you trying to say? I mean, I, I, personally, I think we did a great job.
1: We rescued someone, and that someone will give us valuable info, Laszlo. And you got a worm put in your head.
6: Yeah, that okay, happened. Listen. I saw it.
1: We're looking at the positives, okay? I don't like to think about it. Please don't talk about the worm.
6: Is that you or the worm talking?
1: <laughs> Me? Oh, God, I don't even know anymore. Uh, I'm going to go lay back down. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> well, I know I know. what can make you
4: trust us, Laszlo. Gonna show him all the loot that we found.
6: Oh, yeah, look at all this stuff, huh? Pretty great. Oh, yeah, you know, considering all the loot that you had to steal and everything, I'm, I'm pretty sure Gunner is still Gunner. Las- yeah, Laszlo's right next
0: to Gunner, and he's <laughs> already counting the antique La- coins that he can sell.
6: <laughs> Laszlo! <laughs> Theo, like, this is worth a lot! Look what at did that. you just say? What did he- you just say? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> of course you don't. Both huh? of you are greedy little gremlins.
4: See, Theo, I knew that would make him trust us.
6: No, it just made him forget about why he doesn't trust us.
0: Oh, same thing, Theo. You won't would, you won't understand, Theo. You didn't come from a rich family.
5: <laughs> I need money. Theo is just aghast. He has no idea how to respond to this.
2: You just need to accept that he's a spoiled little brat and this is just his way of life.
0: And uh, <laughs> Fergus is like, "Vez, that wasn't very nice."
2: <laughs> I mean, you're and? you're
0: you're a little spoiled too, you know. Ooh.
2: That's fine oh, But no. you also know nothing about how I was raised So
3: Ooh. We can make inferences
5: Ooh.
2: Okay Whoa. Party invite in, <laughs> <yo. laughs> Vir- Vir- like, I-,
0: I didn't mean to Create a hostile environment, I'm sorry
2: <laughs> Oh, congratulations, Fergus You're very good at it What else do you have to say?
0: <laughs> oh, shit
3: well, Stop tracking mud into the house
0: both <laughs> yeah, B- ja- Jasper's just scrubbing the floor right now after everyone's return, Spinning the blood off <laughs> the blood from the the chairs that you guys are sitting in.
6: Also, Jasper, I'm sorry, I would have taken a bath, I swear, but Gunner's been in there for like an hour, and to reheat water would just take forever right now.
3: Have you tried just raging at the water?
6: I can't tell if you're being serious, but I haven't, and I might try later. Yeah, Lazlo <laughs> looks up and he says, "Actually, yeah, that's a great idea." Yeah. I, Only if I have extra at the end of the day. Like, I, I mean, I, mean, I think I could do it like two, maybe three times a day. It's like, I mean, it'd, be, it'd be great. It'd save us on our firewood bills. Uh, can't you do
3: it per short rest? No. It rate long rest.
1: Man, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, Lazlo has a good point. I mean, the, what if we could save on our fluke energy bills? <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you guys do not start cleaning up better... I'm going to make have a second skull to go along with Servo. Okay? Oh, boy.
0: And Servo says, That's right. And Jasper's like holding him up and moving his mouth.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, Servo gets it. Now hold my
1: little thingy that cleans dust. <laughs> yes. So how about all this money, guys? I mean, look at this. If if nothing else, we, we really cashed in.
0: Yeah, Lazlo's pulled out a little, like, like one of those eyepieces that jewelers use, and he's like looking at the gemstones you guys brought. <laughs> and as he's doing, he's like, "Yeah, so what are you going to do about the girl then?" Oh, we're going to ask her a bunch of questions. Because
1: really, I mean, I I think whatever she has to say, I mean, she must know something. Now, whether or not she gives us that information easily or not, I I don't know, but I I, I hope she tells us the truth. I mean we did save her i think she at least owes us some answers
5: josh did she go to bed like right away or did she want to like stay and, and have food is she hungry at all
0: um no she she pretty much went straight to bed
5: okay and that's on the second floor right yeah is there only one way to get upstairs like is there just one like one staircase no you've got two staircases
0: going upstairs okay
5: but they're like the same area. It's not like one off the back porch or something. It,
0: no, it's like they're they're like they they like loop around, like it's right. symmetrical. Because I'm
5: just trying to be. I'm just a little worried that she might sneak out. Because I don't know. I think no.
0: She she would not be able to sneak out unless she crawled out through an upper window. Okay. Because you got like the staircase kind of opens up right into your area. I mean, honestly, you probably probably assign two O to watch her or something. Oh yeah, for, probably. Although. I don't know how
5: good a guard dog he is when there's no one around to tell him to be on guard, so he might just be there.
3: <laughs> I don't really need to sleep, so I can just stay in the room with her.
6: <laughs> I don't. No. You're cleaning though. I am. Yeah, Jasper. I'm still not. I don't think that's a great idea. I think she needs space. If you want to stand outside the door, sure, but she needs space.
3: Don't worry. If she escapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: I hate that laugh. <laughs> I hate that laugh so much. <laughs> oh Jasper, you need to work on your laughs. I don't like your laughs, they're a little menacing. Well, so then Laszlo uh, finished looking at the
0: jewels and he says, Well, all, all right then. So, do you guys need like an interrogation room? No, no, you- no,
6: no, no, no. Yes. No. Yes. J- j- <laughs> Not every questioning is interrogation.
0: He looks over at Jasper no. and he, he he looks over at Jasper and he says, "I didn't mean a violent one. I meant just like a
6: place for everyone to sit down. We we can uh, just go to the library with books and things. She's a smart person. She likes books, I assume. Can I at least get a spike collar? No. <laughs> and he, he's like, J- Jasper,
0: my father never stood for torture, and neither do I. I don't
3: believe in physical torture. Don't worry, that's not my you job. You just
0: saved her."
3: hey i need to make sure she tells the truth nothing but the truth and the whole truth
1: (laughs) and so help her mind (laughs) oh god well i mean i i of course you know you want to criticize but this this is what jasper's best at.
6: i don't care This isn't... She's offering up information. She's willing to do so, and we're giving her a place to rest. There's no reason to try to think that she's going to dupe us. We have to be honest with her. She'll be honest with us. And Fergus speaks up,
0: and he says, Well, um, she doesn't look like she's too much older than me, so I I guess I could go talk to her, you know?
2: Fergus, I swear to God.
4: No, it's a great idea, Vez. And then... Uh, well, well, it seems like she said uh, that the the Academy had something to do with it. Maybe we could send Fergus there to to poke around a bit with her.
2: There we go. Oh, you,
0: you let me go to the Academy? Yeah. I was yeah, talking I... to Laszlo about it, and Laszlo said it wasn't a good idea because it'd be expensive, and the tuition would be a lot of money. But since we have a lot of money, maybe I could go there and I could learn new spells, well, including on. that one spell to put if out it's... fires that I well, didn't know on. way back Fergus. in prison that you guys helped Fergus! me with.
6: What? It would be like for a day. We're not
0: saying for a semester. No,
4: he needs to be there for a long time. And Fergus, you wouldn't be learning spells, (laughs) you'd be poking around for information.
3: No, guys. So fail all of your classes, Fergus. Ferguson can
4: do both. (laughs) Oh uh, Fergus isn't doing anything back here.
6: No, yeah, sure, but we have worms in our heads. I don't want them hatching. And I'm, I'm a young boy, a teenage boy, and I need to go to school because there are a lot
0: of pretty... I mean, there's a lot of stuff I Fergus. can learn at school.
6: Fergus, you a if point. you wanted to be in school, you would have chose that and not become an adventurer. And he can be the
4: cool guy. No, this is perfect. He can be the cool guy because he lives in a vineyard and he has all the alcohol that he could <laughs> want and no, he could have parties no, here. No. and No, the oh, man,
6: I
0: could, throw, I could throw some parties. No, hey, chicks, guys. Chicks love is, bad boys who throw parties of alcohol. This no. is
4: genius. Great idea for you. Ferguson.
6: Aagon, knock it off. That's a I bad idea.
0: Master the Cat jumps up on the table and curls up and just kind of looks at you guys with distaste.
3: I agree. <laughs> Ferguson should go. Look at that. Two, two people say that he should go to the academy. Jasper, but...
6: why are you like this? Why, why are you no. such a fire starter just like Aegon.
3: No this would be good for him to learn and grow and plus little boys need to get in trouble every now and then and how is your uh, yeah, Gnomish coming along?
0: Um, I, I actually haven't studied the Gnomish in a bit. I revoke my decision. <laughs> no! Yeah, I, see, I, I I can speak Gnomish. Um, I can say gnome.
3: He's a genius. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper just beams yeah. his head against
4: the table and says, he can go now. Listen, I want to <laughs> hear what Vez and, and Gunnar have to say about this.
1: Yeah, I, I was, I was going to say, no offense, Rio, but your decision-making skills is kind of what led to us having the worms <laughs> in our head in the first you place. You just said no so,
6: offense, and then you lead with that? I mean,
1: I, okay, how about this? A little bit of offense, you're kind of part of the, the, the reason why I have a worm in my head.
4: Yeah, also, your intelligence has been reduced.
6: Wait, what is that?
4: So we shouldn't trust your, your ideas.
6: Hold on. That, listen, just because I'm not as smart <laughs> as I was before the... Was this Tuesday? Oh, God, I forgot what day it is.
1: Oh, see, y- y- your mind, it's already going.
4: So, so Gunnar, was that a yes to send to Fio send to the the academy?
6: I don't want to go to uh, the academy. That's not where I want to go.
4: Oh, sorry. i I got you mixed up with
0: Fergus. Laszlo looks over at Vez and he says, "We're getting really off topic. We're talking about your your new companion."
2: Yes. Well, I do think sending Fergus to school would be good. One, so that he learns helpful spells. Two. As long as he keeps his his ear to the ground, he could probably learn some things. And since people were already taken from the academy, obviously they know something is going on. So he could do some recon for us there. But the boy needs to be in school.
0: Oh, okay, Vaz, that's not what I'm saying, though. I'm saying we were talking about something different and then we got distracted.
2: That's what we do. We're very good at it. But also, oh yes, yes the girl, we need to sit down and have a conversation with her, I think she's to
3: the torture room
2: no, just sit, just sit down and, and talk I think she will give us the information she knows and if we send Fergus to school back with her he can befriend her and oh yeah I'd like to be friends with her just friends with her <laughs> Fergus she's oh god <laughs> anyways yes I think we should send him to school to see what information he can get but also we need to ask her to get a head start.
6: I'm just saying the library is a perfect place. It's calm, it's secluded, and there's books. People who are smart like books. I don't think that's I, a dumb I, idea, Gunner. Does
4: that mean you're going to be scared in there for you?
6: Actually, a little bit. It's a little intimidating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Lazo says, maybe you should just talk to her in the dining room.
1: I imagine Gunnar's sort of sitting down at the dining table and he just sort of like fans his hands out like, why don't we just have her, yeah, come, uh, l- like Laszlo said, why-, why don't we just have her come down here and give her some cheese? And, I mean, you know, I, I think s- that would make her more talkative. Get a little bit of food. All right, give her whatever.
6: Some... Yeah. I'm going to go clean up and chop wood. At night? Yes, at night.
2: He can see in the dark. It doesn't matter.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he
5: wouldn't see in the dark, but the two, he's obviously upset, and he doesn't... He. he He just wants to get away from somebody, so that's his excuse. Clean first.
1: (laughs) Who
4: does he want to get away from?
0: (laughs) Pretty much everybody at this (laughs) (laughs) point.
1: Probably everyone, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's what Theo does. Theo exits the room, and you guys hear the back door slam as he goes outside.
2: I'll go see if our guests would like to come down for some food, and Vez will go to knock on Halita's door. Okay,
0: yeah, so you go upstairs and you go into the room and she she's sleeping but Vez is able to like lightly wake her and she starts and says what's going on where am I get away from me oh
2: sorry hi Vez hi um we have some food downstairs I was coming to see if you were hungry
0: um yeah let
2: let me get my glasses real quick um okay there they are alright yeah sure we have some cheese and some cured meats. And if Tuo begs too much, let me know. I'll put him outside. But if you give him just a little bit of cheese, sometimes he'll leave you alone after that. But he, he has the really big puppy dog eyes, so be careful. He will try to get all of your food. Yeah,
0: Tuo puts both of his uh, paws up on the bed and like looks up at her.
2: Yep, there it is. Oh, oh Okay.
0: Yeah, so brings her back down, and you guys sit her at the table. You can occasionally hear the the chopping of wood in the background. After a little bit, Tuo goes out the back door. He gets on his hind legs, and he opens it, and he goes out to join Theo. (laughs) I know what you described in a way that it makes
1: sense, but I just imagine that (laughs) the dog just stood up. Basically yeah, I just stood up and became like a man with a dog face, opened the door and then went back to being a dog. <laughs> dog. <laughs> it's the mental imagery that just happened.
0: <laughs> Thankfully that is not what happened.
5: Yeah, I was uh, assuming it was, was a screen door that didn't have a knob or anything and he just pushed it open. No, it's <laughs> screen doors don't exist yet. <laughs> Hello, father. I wish.
0: <laughs> he's actually been a druid this whole time. Tuo, Tuo actually has human hands. We just haven't described it yet. Yeah. Whenever oh, you I pet do? him, he pets you back. Nope. No, no. Oh, I hate it. That's not yes. canon. He's, he's a normal elk hound. So yeah, Helita's sitting at the table. She's eating, the, eating some bread, dipping it in some stew that Laszlo brought out for her. And she's distracted by eating, but this would be a good time for you guys to talk to her if there's anything you're looking to know specifically well Gunnar starts with bringing
1: out the charcuterie board <laughs>
0: <laughs> hi um
1: i know we kind of met in a hurry but i wanted to uh offer a kind hand and uh look it's this i've arranged all of my favorite cheeses you know you, you should try this one it's um I'd, i I don't want to spoil what it is, but I'll say it's pretty good compared to the others. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it's, not bad. You know, it's pronounced howda
4: gunner. So that doesn't really make sense. That joke, that joke doesn't work. Oh, well, yeah. okay.
6: Well, I, I, this,
0: the cheddar is pretty good, though. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you like that? One? Yeah. So um, h- how are you heal, healing up? Are you doing okay now? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't seem to have been hurt at all it was just the the drugs that they gave me but yeah my mind seems pretty clear now so I well. I appreciate your help otherwise things might might not have gone well at, at all and she kind of like pushes her hair back and goes back to eating she looks like she's really hungry <laughs> yeah
1: yeah seems not but fortunately uh, we got you out of there so um yeah, so maybe you could kind of explain sort of the you know how I, I I'm I'm curious I'm nosy really how how did you all end up there? I mean we we just kind of found you and your companions sort of lying on those slabs and I mean
0: I, I, yeah yeah how would you get there? And she kind of slows down her chewing and stares past you guys just kind of into nothing and she takes a few seconds before she starts to speak well the one of the men was my fellow classmate Narciss and uh, the older gentleman was Professor Ugo who's my history professor before his demise and we were investigating partly as a history project for the region because there hasn't been a whole lot of exploration up here but also at, as a special request from the headmaster of the academy, because Professor Ugo was not the first history professor to disappear up there. Hmm, I, I see. And the weirdest thing was, is that our professor who disappeared came back after five years. Oh, now, I I normally don't
1: ask these types of questions because you know I I'm an equal opportunity kind of guy but um
0: he, he didn't happen to be a human did he no he was he was an elf
1: hmm
0: I mean I don't know okay. I don't know much of the story but you know he he went there and disappeared and he came back he said it was because he had I don't know activated some sort of anomaly and he said he just woke up five years later which you know mind you and she kind of looks around at everyone this may seem weird to you but weirder things have happened at the academy we are talking about magic here like we we had some guy who was turned into a giant round stone full of faces and it lasted for like a month and then he just turned back into himself and then occasionally coughs up gravel so it's like the weird stuff happens so that wasn't weird itself but the weird thing for us was that the headmaster himself took an interest in it, and then sent us. Hmm. And uh, might, might I might I add too, he only returned about two months ago, so that's that's kind of why, you know, it's we did what we did. It was very recent. I see.
1: And how long ago did you set off to go visit this uh, dear Hemins? About two weeks ago. Oh wow. So you you you've uh, you left 2 weeks ago or you've been in there for 2 weeks?
0: No, we we, we left there shortly after he came back. The headmaster sent us out immediately. Um and I'll be, I'll be honest and she kind of stops and takes another bite of bread. I actually didn't know it was 2 weeks until I saw your calendar when I came back in. So that mm. that was a little jarring for me. And she puts the food down. They kept us in a small cell just kind of chained to the wall. Not like we couldn't move, but chained just so we couldn't run and escape. It was just around our ankles and they fed us maybe once a day. We didn't have a toilet, so it was gross. Hmm. And then just eventually they took us out, drugged us. And then I woke up to you guys dragging me around. And that's why I freaked out. Well, I mean, that's fair. I mean, you, at that point, you didn't know
1: us, uh, know any different between us and, and the people who put you there, so that's perfectly understandable. But, well, you're not there anymore, so that's the good news. I, is there any, any other information that you can give us? Do, do you have any idea why the headmaster would be so interested in, in this other
0: professor's reappearance? And she kind of looks around. She says... Well, I know a little bit, but I don't know. I, I I think I've told you enough. I don't know if I should really tell you any more. Like, I wasn't supposed to... And she kind of cuts off and picks up the bread and looks like she's trying to eat it, but she doesn't seem very hungry anymore. I, uh, I see. Well,
1: I mean, you can take some time to think it over. I mean... I I will say, they're they're just trying to get to the bottom of some strange activity as of late. And, um, I mean, any information you can give us might give us an edge, you know? It, it, It would be a shame for, you know, more people to end up like yourself
0: than ever. This is a totally preventable situation. And she goes back to chewing a little bit, a little slower. Why don't you give me a persuasion check? Okay. Oh Gunner
1: What are you gonna do Actually that wasn't Oh really that wasn't bad at all That's a 19
0: And she looks at Gunner and says Okay I think I can trust you Enough um, We did do some reconnaissance um, I said it was Two weeks They, We had a good two days At the doorway Before they caught us mm. And uh Myself and Professor Ugo did manage to glean a certain amount of information, and she looks she looks hesitant, and she says, "I think they're up to something really bad." <laughs> that main elf, what what they call him? His name started with a G. Glamir. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yes. Well, we
1: we had a bad run in with him, but uh, that's honestly that, that, that's a very long story.
0: <laughs> Now yeah, he, he it sounds like he wants to open the doorway of Deer Hemins again. As you know, that's how the elves got here in the first place, but we don't know how it opened or how to open it, but that seems to be his goal, and he seems to be very intent on doing it, like single like single-mindedly pursuing it. From, I, from what I've gathered, that's been his mission for the past five years. I see,
1: Bell. I guess that's um, hmm, probably one reason why he doesn't why he doesn't want anyone poking around. So that makes sense? But what but, but I don't understand is um, and and he sort of I'm not sure who who else is queued into the conversation, but Gunnar kind of opens up his uh, posture a little bit and he says. But I don't understand is how he was working with... Why involved these other people? So, I mean, I don't know how much you want to get involved in this, but I know Glamour has been working with several other bad people. Someone else we ran into in Brimpton, who uh, was a very bad man. And it turns out he and this Glamour are connected doing horrific things. I I, I almost shudder to, to say them, but I, I wonder what their
0: motivation
1: is to work together in such a way.
0: And she kind of looks up and she says, yeah, this glamour seems to have a lot of connections. We did manage to uncover some, some more information regarding that, if you're interested. I mean, I've got... And she's like trying to fish around in her robes. I mean, I managed to hide some notes assuming they didn't take them oh yes please I I think that would be a great
1: help absolutely
0: yeah and she's like okay well here and she pulls out some very small pieces of paper and says well this one's shipping manifests I don't know if that means anything to you um I just scribbled down what notes I could find because we snuck around the village a little bit Hmm. but that's that's probably worthless um we did find these and she gives you a small list And she says These are I don't know Contacts Of his I don't know if, you, if those names mean anything They could very well be false names I have no idea
1: Gunner immediately tries to scan it for smells
0: <laughs> Yeah so you pull up this Small note she has And it's just a Selection of names And You don't see smells on there And they don't seem like they mean anything Hmm Okay, but I'll see God. And so she kind of looks a little nervous at Gunner's question, and she leans in and she says, Look, I, I know I just met you, but you all seem relatively capable and, like, mostly good people. And she looks like she's trying to think of what she's going to say next, and she says, This thing, Glamier." wants to do opening the gate this this valley didn't exist until the gate opened a thousand years ago hmm and I I'm terrified to think of what would happen if he opened it again yeah I think Gunner is very shocked at this piece of
1: information like I think he almost kind of winces like what? It, it didn't exist how, how, how does that even work how can how, how can you not exist and then and then poof you just, like, moved a large landmass into the area for this store.
4: I think what she's saying, Gunnar, is that whenever that doorway opened, some catastrophic event scoured the land and created this depression in it.
0: Yeah. And she looks at Aegon and nods and gives him finger guns. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I meant. Oh, fell. She, and she shakes her head. The headmaster's going to kill me. Maybe you can get started faster than they can. There are several people that Glamir has been dealing very closely with. And she pulls out a third note and unfolds it. And then she starts to go through the notes and she says, There have been a lot of developments lately. Um, Glamir has been in contact with a small religious group that sprang up in a nearby village. Uh, the people there are not very happy with the King taking a step back and refusing to help. So they've turned to other avenues and Glamour has been working very closely with them. So you might want to investigate that. Um, if you have the time, it could be good to talk to our mage who disappeared and then reappeared. Um, it's probably worth noting that originally his studies were into the natural world, into the magic that sinks into the earth and the plants, etc. But ever since he came back, he's not shown any interest in that. So I think investigating him at the Academy would be a good a good avenue. Lamry's had connections with a crime lord who's also spontaneously risen up in Elcina's underbelly. I don't know much about him. Um, I just know that he beat everyone else into submission and took over the basically the entire criminal underworld. So I'd be very careful there.
1: I think Gunnar feels like he's going to throw up whenever
0: she says that, but <laughs> tries to act like nothing's happening. And then she's going through her list and she says, and this is less of a, a person... But there's been some anomalies at the other end of the valley. People getting violent. There's been a lot of fighting. Um, And I think Glamir is responsible for it. A lot of his correspondences and a lot of his scouts seem like they've logged going through that area. So I think that'd be worth checking out. And then finally, the last person, who I was surprised to find out, Um, is one of our one of our own from the academy not not the same one who disappeared but we had a professor of pyromancy at our school you know very very skilled in fire magic and about five years ago he left the school and went to live as a hermit and Glamir hasn't had contact with him but it seems like he's tracked every single one of his movements like to keep tabs on him. So he might be worth talking to as well. So I get—I gu- guess to summarize... You know, if you're looking for answers... I know this doesn't help much... But... There's a cult... There's... Our disappeared mage... There's a crime lord... There's... Some sort of violent anomaly... And... Disgraced pyromancer... And I can give you the details... Later, as you're prepared to investigate them, but that—that's really all I have. And she kind of looks at all of you and shrugs and says, "I—I I wish I knew more. I wish I could help you, but honestly, these are your best leads if you're looking for anything." Gunner's just in shock. He doesn't—he doesn't even know where to begin on what to say.
2: Thank you for your honesty and and telling us all this. We really do appreciate your help. And we hope that with this knowledge we'll be able to save a lot more people from possible fates that some may think are worse than death. I did have one more question for you, and you only have to answer, obviously, if you want. But can you tell us a little bit more about the headmaster of your school? Just what they're like and whatnot?
0: Well, what do you want to know?
2: Well, first off, I guess, are they, are they human or? Yeah, they're human. How long have they been headmaster?
0: About, she pauses. Well, they've been headmaster for 50 years, but they've been at the academy for 120 years. (laughs) (sighs) But they were already old when they came here because they had studied at a different, uh, a different academy um, in like in the capital. I mean so they they're really very experienced like um we're talking about like an archmage.
4: And and you're sure this is a human?
0: Well, yeah, using magic to extend your lifespan is pretty common among wizards. I mean, honestly, mm. if I get the the proper training, I'll probably live to be 150-200. But well, well, that's What's cool. this
4: headmaster's
0: name? Frittis? Headmaster Hmm. Frittis?
2: And do you know why for is so interested in dear humans
0: i mean i guess i just presumed it was because our professor disappeared but he may have a stronger interest in it than i initially thought you know perhaps whenever you come to you know fill me in on things or whenever you come to investigate our mage who recently came back you know maybe you could maybe you could ask him some questions
2: that would probably be a good idea.
1: Okay, but one more question. Yeah, is is your academy enrolling? <laughs> he, and and Gunnar stands behind Fergus. We're talking about sending our boy to school.
0: Uh, yeah, if you've got the the money for it, academy's always taking new students. How much? Well, uh, for each year, you know, you're looking at you know a thousand oh. silver pieces it for in state or <laughs> you know almost 3000 for out of state <laughs> if you convert to gold pieces it's not terrible i mean we're looking at you know like 10 gold pieces for mm. no no That's we're looking at like a we're looking at 100 gold pieces for in state or 300 for out of state so so pocket change god it if you, change, if it. you, if you <laughs> she stops and she looks at jasper pocket change Yeah, pocket change. Pocket change.
4: I mean, I've I've got four times that in my pockets right now. Look at this.
1: He's just dumping (laughs) all his gold on the table.
5: (laughs) He's just like, yeah. Is this all the money you got from the from the? (laughs) No, this is
4: this isn't including that at all.
0: Oh my god.
5: I was was gonna say we're rich, we're rich.
0: And she she looks at all of you and she says, what? Would, Would you are like you like to people? join our trust? Haven't you by any seen? Chance?
4: Haven't you seen where we live?
3: All of this around so,
4: us is in, ours.
5: All that the light touches is ours. <laughs> That's right.
3: <laughs> Including Servo, and then Jasper
0: pulls out the skull, <laughs> <laughs> and she she's just looking around. She's like, "Well, I guess if you can afford it." And, Fia, and, uh, and Fergus pops in. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll get packed up and I'll go back with you tomorrow, and I can start my my schooling at the Volthrin Academy. Hold well, on, hold on, uh, uh, you're uh, not no, in here. No, no, field. no, I'm, not, I'm not, not, there. not there.
5: Sorry, Jesus.
4: Well, hold on, we have to think up a story. Um, uh, because it would be very suspicious if you just came back without your professor and and little student, and then some strange man was with you.
0: Well, I'm a boy, so it's not that suspicious. Well, we'll just say I'm her ste- I'm her step <laughs>
4: No, no, Theo, I don't think that would that would cut it. Other
0: Fergus,
5: Fergus, Theo, well, Fergus well, and we Theo. We can't say
0: I'm her relative because look, we don't look anything alike. Yeah, you.
5: Never mind, I'm not there. I'm not there. <laughs> let's just say. Let's just say she
4: saved you. This
5: f- is this is. I can't say anything. It's fine.
4: Let's just say that she saved you from getting beat up on the side of the road. That sounds good.
0: Yeah, and, and Halita's like, I, I think it's a good idea, and Fergus is like, I, I don't think that's a good idea.
2: I mean, it sounds pretty believable to me. I think that's a great. I think that's a great story.
1: Yeah, so honestly, Fergus, you've got some of the strongest wimp in- energy I've ever seen. <laughs> so, like, they'll buy in a heartbeat. Oh, well, wow. I mean, no offense, but you know, well, Gunner, that that cuts deep. well, you know, I'm pretty good with the blade. And <laughs> <Empt> my tongue <laughs> uh, Don't be weird Don't be weird
0: <laughs> Alright we'll, we'll cut to Theo <laughs>
5: No it's and fine fe- Love this train wreck This train wreck is great Love it
0: <laughs> No I'm I, gonna I, I, I I involve Theo for a little bit He's outside The moon's shining down on his uh, Little log splitting Activity that he's doing uh is just sitting next to him and he's wagging his tail and he looks pretty excited to be there with
6: ya. Tuo, what, what are you doing? You know there's food inside. He just barks at ya and wags his tail at ya. Well, I know they can be stingy with the cheese and, and you know, it, one cheese for one person is probably enough, I guess. Because you get a little gassy, you know, at night. Let's <laughs> have a little, little wine. I mean, it's fine. I get gassy too. You know, I eat a lot of like high-protein food. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, uh, you know, I get that. Like, I'm not exactly right in the head, Tua, because because I mean, I got a worm in there, you know, and and like that brain thing hurt my brain a lot, and I can still kind of feel it. Tuo just looks up at you. No, I know, I know. You don't quite get it. It's it's something bad happened during that big fire, and and I don't know how. If I can trust my thoughts, if I can trust their thoughts, I, I trust Vez. I do. She's the she's the most sober one of them all, and and she doesn't have that that weird like bruise or anything beside her head, like we do. So I don't think she has a worm. I just I feel like all I'm good for half the time is just chopping wood. Heck, I got us in this damn mess in the first place. Gunnar is right. I can't make good decisions, and I. I thought I could. I thought doing the right thing would always get you somewhere, and doing the right thing got us in trouble with those people. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just not good at this adventuring stuff. What do you, what do you think, Tuo? And you look down at Tuo and he is not looking at you
0: anymore. He is looking right into the trees, and the fur on his back starts to bristle. What, what do you see, boy? And he'll look his, he'll look his way out, and he lets out a low growl.
5: He uh, will pick up his axe and uh, he's going to try to look in the same direction with his dark vision to see how far he can see how far
0: he can back in there. And you look in that direction, you follow his gaze and you see a familiar figure standing about 20 feet away from you with the moonlight glinting off of his
6: perfect white teeth. About time, Smills. <laughs> Hello, Fio. You son of a bitch
0: Do you make a habit of talking to yourself Like that And he continues with his Grin and saunters forward A little bit and leans against the tree People might think you're beginning to go A little crazy
6: First off I was talking to the dog I wasn't talking to myself He understands me don't you Tuo Tuo's too busy
0: growling at smells
6: Second off What are you doing here
0: well, I've been doing some thinking since we last talked, and I think it could be beneficial for the both of us
6: if we come to an agreement of sorts. I don't think I could ever agree with you on anything. So you better say something good. Otherwise, I i mean, I'm just going to kill you again, I guess. How many times it takes. Well, what
0: if I told you I know how to get those worms out of your head? His eyes go wide. And... That I know exactly how to take down Glamir and prevent your little valley here from being destroyed to save your world from whatever horrors the prophets are planning on bringing down upon you.
6: All right. How do you know all about... What do you want?
0: I want you to kill my masters, Theo. I want to be free. And he just grins at you. How does that sound? Sounds like a fair trade to me.
6: What happens after with you?
0: Well, that's my business. And you'll go about your own business as well. Think it over, Theo. I'll stop by later. And, well, we'll see what you've decided then.
6: No, don't go. No, come back.
0: And he steps backwards and space folds around him with a dull thud and he disappears.
5: He, he runs after him as fast as he can with his axe, and he tries to find the spot where he left. Obviously, I'm pretty sure he's not going to find anything, right?
0: Yeah, it just swings right through the open air. Oh, my God. He's he's
5: so pissed. I, too, it was like, right behind him, about 20 feet back, I'd say, after he just kind of ran after Smills. And he's just so furious. He just swings back, and with his last rage of the day, he's going to just burst out and just take down this tree. He's so frustrated.
6: just yelling, no! No!
0: He just swings his axe and the tree falls to the ground with cinders erupting from its torn stump. He just keeps
5: swinging at it. He's so frustrated.
0: And So back in the house, you guys are talking to Halita, and suddenly you see a burst of orange light and you see Theo going ham out in the field against one of the trees and then you just see the tree topple to the ground with a crunching thud and then everybody is aware that a tree was just felled
2: um I'll be right back and Vez just sprints out of the house and as soon as she exits the door summons her arms because she doesn't know <laughs> and runs out to Fio, and to um are you guys okay what's going on Every time, every
6: time,
5: he just is smashing this tree. He throws away his axe into another tree and just starts ripping apart the the cinders of different logs that haven't burnt all the way apart. He's he's in a blind fury and he's not paying attention to the world around him.
2: Theo, 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 what? And she like takes her a step back from him, but with her arms, essentially tries to give him a very aggressive force hug. To calm him down.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's he's bursting that aura around him like every other swing kind of thing. I don't think you've ever seen him like this before, and he's he, he just doesn't understand things. He, he suddenly is felt like he's being constricted, and he tries to brush off these arms and looks around and realizes that he's about to uh, burst his aura towards Tuo and you, and he. Freaks out a second and falls back. He's like, what?
6: When did you get there? What's going on? Where is he? Where's who? Smells. He was here again. I.
5: The is the doorway, and he just goes and grabs his axe and starts like slashing into the dirt. He's he's just so irate.
0: Feel also gets some weird flashes in his mind. For a few moments, he sees himself from Vezza's viewpoint, and he sees himself just going into this uncontrollable rage. And he keeps snapping back and forth between seeing from her vision and his vision.
2: Weirdly enough, though, when he's snapping back and forth, he doesn't feel fear from her. It's a very weird understanding, almost. I
5: think Theo just starts grabbing his head and just is starting to hold it again, just feeling more psychic pain with not being able to understand what's going on. Plus the idea that he has one less intelligence who so has even less capability to understand what's going on. And he... He just kind of hunkers down to his knees. His rage starts to quit, and he just starts sobbing, just holding his face, and just he's just so mad, he's crying.
2: Theo, I'm not sure what happened exactly, but um, it it's we're going to figure this out. And she walks up to him and, and crouches in front of him and reaches out and, and just kind of gently... Pat's his arm to to show that she's there, she's not going anywhere, and, and she's not he hasn't scared her off Theo, I think we should probably go back inside, cause you have some things you need to tell everybody, and we have some things we need to tell you
6: I, I you're all just gonna think I'm crazy, and I look not put past you and I just, I don't I don't make good decisions Gunner's right and and it's I I can't do anything right I can't even kill somebody which is apparently all I'm good at I can't save a damn person
2: feel, we're all crazy one none of us make good decisions obviously and you're good at much more than just killing things okay you may not always make the best decisions uh and none of us do as you very well know but you can't take all of this on yourself it's not going to get you anywhere everything is not your fault honestly most of this shouldn't have happened in the first place we should have never been in any of these situations and that is not on you the world isn't a kind place it's not a fair place it never has been and never will be our job is to try to do our best and help those that we can and right now we need you because if you don't we're not going to be able to help nearly as many people as I know we can and Fio, you're probably going to be the one to help most of them now come on, let's go inside
0: Vez and Fio head back into the house and our adventurers stay up late into the night discussing everything they've learned sharing information from both sides and they all head to bed in preparation for what is to come And that's probably for the best because they've grown stronger over the course of this adventure. Oh. And have leveled up to level 6. is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.